Welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. This is our first official one doing it remote, and so we will have the video for it as well. Hopefully, that will go off on YouTube. Um, I don't know why I said that out loud, because now I'm committed to that. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to do an episode today, Matt. What are we going to do an episode on? We're going to do an episode looking back in time at our five-year journals, because this year just passed, so 2022 is just finished, and David and I have finished our first round through a five-year journal. Yeah, uh, we, a bit of a we, momentous moment for us. Yeah, we've talked about five-year journals quite a lot and how that's yeah. been helpful for us in journaling. Uh, we started August 2017, right? 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah, that makes yes. sense. August 2018. So we did that end of 2018, 2019, 2020, 21, and 22. So we've done yes. it for about four and a half years. We both finished it, you know, December 31st this year. That's how it works. Filling out the bottom line. And so we thought, well, that's that's four and a half, five years of journaling nearly. That's yeah. a completion point. We should reflect on what has come up for us. What are the benefits? What did we like? What did we discover? What did we discover doesn't work as well? Um, Absolutely. So, and before before uh, we move on, I think it's probably, there, there will be at least someone out there going, hang on, why, why did they start in August? Well, the backstory there is this was when we were living on board Logos Hope, the ship, traveling around Latin America. And we had got this idea from somewhere quite early on in the year 2018. And we'd ordered them. But anything getting there takes a long time to get to the ship. It has to get shipped to Germany and then gets put on a shipping container and then gets taken to wherever the ship actually was. And then you get it. So we ended up getting it middle August. And that's when we started. I think yeah. because that we was weren't going to wait six months, were we? Yeah, so that was it. We both heard about it as someone was saying, you know, this was a really good gateway into journaling. It's just five lines. Anyone can do it. It's really good. So we were like, yeah, let's do it. So you went and you ordered a couple. But when we were on the Logos Hope, I think we just went through a number of ports that didn't let us receive this container. So it was kind oh, of funny because yes. we'd be in a, in a port and the container wouldn't be allowed to come in. And so it was just sort of following us for like several months before eventually a port authority let us receive that container. We opened it up the next day we started. So I think I was on the 19th or the 20th of August. Yeah, I'm going to check just now quickly which one it was for me. But I think it was around that, the 20th, 21st, 21st of August. I, I started, I think, a day before you. But it's funny because I know my first entry was rubbish. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, it did not help me know what happened on that day but i just wrote something yeah interesting i think my first my first entry was actually fairly good but um it wouldn't make sense for most people it just i ended up recording like all of loads of stuff that had been going on like with family bits and people traveling and some you know challenges and a book i was reading so yeah I well, tried to fit good. everything in. I think I tried to fit everything in oh, in right. a single day. So, yeah. Well, it's good that it helped you remember because ultimately that's kind of it. It's a memory prompt maybe or, uh, yeah, so you remember what yeah. happened. Whereas I wrote mine and I just was like, no, I have no memory formed of this day. I didn't. I obviously didn't capture the right moments or didn't do it in the right way. Right, yeah. And I think sometimes it's what what i found in terms of like looking back at previous years entries i don't always maybe not not often like get into the point where like oh, i can remember exactly how that day went 
Mm. I can remember like moments from it and specifically specifically the bits that I've recorded. Mm. But it's also just this capturing of like these were the thoughts I was having or this was the perspective I had right now. And like looking back as a, you know, my older self, looking back on my younger self, looking and going, oh, wow, I've just got a different perspective now. I'm in a different place. And so I can see that from a broader angle. It's really interesting. So, yeah, we, we've sort of initially started. What is one main insight you've had as you reflected on the, the five-year journal completion? I, I think it's just a, a wonderful practice. This is, for me, like this thing is one of my biggest treasures now because it's it's holds literally a treasury of memories it holds my story over the last five years mm. uh, which in a very small package you know so it's great uh and it definitely is one of my most treasured possessions because of that it's obviously monetarily valuable at all it's probably worth less than five pounds or because it's been used it's probably worth nothing to anyone else so <laughs> well maybe but, but also you know if you ever get married you have kids you have grandkids they're going to look at that and they're going to look at we know everything that granddad did you know through this five-year period we know what he was thinking what was important what was going on you know (laughs) one of the most famous books in the world is the diary of Anne Frank Mm. who's just some nobody 14 year old but documented through this period of their life yeah and everyone's read it and goes oh is it so interesting to hear what this regular person was feeling and thinking and processing in the midst of this like amazing moment in history or terrifying moment in history, maybe. Yeah. So don't at the moment it may feel invaluable in its like monetarily, but I think it's invaluable is really valuable, isn't it? Invaluable is like more than valuable. Anyway, does apart aside from that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so for me, I just love that it's a treasure. Um and this year, the beginning of this year has been an odd one because I'm, I'm kind of used to when I do my five year journal, like having the previous year's entries now. But now I'm on a new blank top line and I'm not having both of them, you know, an opening. I, you know, I just don't have that kind of effort at the moment. So maybe at some point I'll pick it out and, and have a bit more of an intentional just read through what was going on back then. But uh, at the moment, it feels like I'm in a fresh new block of five and the future is open sort of thing yeah well that was really interesting to me because i've written my journal what happens is i get in bed i lie down on my front and i get my journal and i start writing and i had a moment it was about a week ago and i turned over the page i was like oh no i forgot to do it yesterday like ah and then i realized it was i'm on the top line i didn't miss any lines like (laughs) i hadn't forgotten it I'm on the top line again. It was so weird, though, to like turn over and see that and, you know, oh, what did I do last year or four years ago? But I genuinely like really shocked myself. I was like, oh, no, I've forgotten to do a day. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Uh, (laughs) Something that um, was quite funny to me, actually, uh, when I went to pick up this old one uh, to like have a quick flick through it and preparing for this episode. In the uh, in the class, I've discovered it's like a perfect place for a pen. Mm. Um, and I picked this one up and then I was just holding it. I was like, okay, there's something else. And I noticed, oh, the pen's missing. Hmm. And I, I spent a good five minutes looking around for my pen before I realized, oh, hang on. 
this is the old one. I no longer have the pen in this one. I've got the pen in the new one. <laughs> just like small things like that, which, you know, just a funny moment, really. So one of the things, well, recently, <clears throat> and we were at my parents-in-law moving some of my wife's, Charlotte's stuff out. We were sorting through it and we were getting rid of some stuff and we were deciding what stuff to keep and move. And I'm not especially sentimental, but there are various like, memory triggers there. And Charlotte, she, she says to me, she says, hey, David, like my memory isn't as good as your memory. And I was thinking, oh, that's quite interesting because I was like, maybe that's true. Maybe I have got a good memory. But I definitely think, and, and obviously memory works because you have a memory trigger of like, oh, this photo reminds me of this time or, you know, this thing, this ticket, whatever. But I was thinking probably one of the reasons why my memory is quite good is because I've written down something for every single day of the last pretty much five years. And the important thing, and so at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm already creating the memory. So I'm sitting there, I'm going, what do I want to remember from today? And I'm actively recalling it and I'm writing it down. And sometimes, you know, and I'm not always going back and reading what happened last year or last week or whatever, but actually it's forming that memory before I sleep and your memories are formed in your sleep. So it's the last thing I'm sort of thinking about when I go to bed that really solidifies that memory. So I wouldn't be surprised, not that I, this is verifiable, but if actually it has improved my memory because I've, I've tr and I've got better at it, of finding that moment of change or the most important moment of the day. I used to maybe write down what most people would probably do. It's just sort of like chronology of what happened through the day. Oh, you know woke up and I went and did this and then I went and did that and then I did this but now it's more like I just stop for a moment what is the thing that happened today that made today not like any other day uh, what was it that stood out to me and that helps form it into a oh yeah this happened oh interesting yeah and then I tell that story and then uh, you know when I'm with people I tell that story and then I recount it to you know all sorts and then that becomes a story that I've lived and I remember, and that other people wouldn't even notice. Yeah, I like that. And I think it's important as well <clears throat> to anyone that's maybe hearing that and going, wow, like every day has to be this completely unique thing. No, like there are genuinely plenty of times when you kind of go, wow, today was a fairly mundane day. Not an awful lot happened. Mm. So you maybe pick up on a couple of the key points. <clears throat> I definitely steer away from like, doing an itinerary of what were the meals that I had today and those sort of things. Unless uh, it was like a really special meal. Yeah. 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 You want to, you want to pick up on, I think that question you said, right. Like, what is it that you want to remember from today? That's just a really helpful rubric. And if you want to remember what you, you know, you ate great. Cause that's what you want to remember. So do that. But if you don't want to remember that, you want to remember maybe what was a meaningful conversation or what was a new idea mm. or yeah. One that I always find difficult but I, I, I like it, but I find it difficult. It's kind of like, what was the, the story moment of the day? What was something, you know, a, a standout story? Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe I haven't trained my eyes to see them as, or, or even just recognised, yeah, like, oh, that counts as an interesting little story. It doesn't have to be some big thing. Uh, but well, yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with just going, you know, this was how today was. 
these were the key points through the day and this was generally my mood that's okay you know uh, just getting into the habit of writing because you're still you're still going through that process of thinking through the day reviewing through it which is valuable in and of itself yeah and it's like you said like what is the thing you want to remember and sometimes I've had things that have happened they've been quite significant but I don't want to remember so I don't write them down I don't know if that's dishonest or like disingenuine or you know like <laughs> I'm whitewashing my past because <laughs> I just wrote I yeah, nobody else will remember it and I won't remember it either um but yeah I think that's a gift though isn't it because there are definitely aspects of there are things that are maybe well yeah it's a good thing to forget stuff like there are there are definitely some people that remember loads and loads and I think they're even can be it can be disabilitating if you remember too much mm. you, know, you remember all this useless information or like this stuff in too much detail like, actually we're not really capable of dealing with that so there's a gift in, in forgetting so there's a there's a guy called matthew dix he's written a book called story worthy he has performed in um, the moth which is a storytelling organization uh, where they get like 10 storytellers up to tell like five to eight minute stories and every time they vote and if you win that you get through to the grand slam and he's won multiple of those so you know he's he's a competitive storyteller very good at it written books about it even done i think two maybe three ted talks on storytelling Mm. as well one of which is called homework for life and that's this idea that for a hundred days write down one thing that happened today that you that might you might eventually be able to tell a story about something that was a moment of change something that was interesting some some moment of connection and like you said it can be a little thing and i think that's a that's kind of what we've been doing without realizing it these moments you know not just for 100 days but for well i mean how many how many days is four and a half years nearly a thousand well over a thousand yeah Three, uh, three years is um, just over a thousand. Yeah. So, so four years is like 1,300, 1,400. So you've got all of these moments in your life that you've captured and caught and that they're in you. And maybe you don't, so, I mean, you do a better job of going back and, and looking at it. I think after I did um, year two, I thought, oh, it's, you know, end of the year, like December, end of December. I was like, I should just read through like everything I've done for you know everything I've written for that last year yeah it took me flipping ages like so long I got halfway through and I'm like I'm so drained and I was like (laughs) you must do it you know we think well it takes five lines but actually if every entry takes a minute two minutes that's six hours worth of reading yeah that's a lot of reading yeah even the people that do like a uh you know a one second video Every, every day you know yeah. or like a one you know that's like a six minute video or something like that isn't it yeah. you know so it's like let alone reading six hours so I didn't do that so I got out of the habit of doing that at all um, <laughs> it was just such a negative experience but so many other things went into me and are inside me um, mm. but that 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 I like that idea of like capturing the story the moment of change the moment of connection the the, the interesting thing, the high emotion or the low emotion, those sorts of moments, more so than today I went and did this. It's like, well, yeah, that mm. was interesting. But actually, the other day we went into, we just moved house um, and 
we walked around and we went into our local one stop, which is like a little corner shop. And we're just looking around and the guy was like, oh, are you like new to the area? It's like, yeah, we only moved here like three days ago. He's like, ah, oh, it's so good to be here. Like, you're so welcome. Come along anytime. We'll help you anytime. Um, people around here are so friendly. And he was he was big and he was smiley and he was genuinely friendly. And it's like, huh, I've never been welcomed into a shop like this before. Not in England anyway. And it was That's just fantastic. this moment of just like, I was almost like overwhelmed with like, this is crazy because when you move house and you move into a new area, there's like, what have we done? Like, you know, yeah. I, I knew it a little bit. I spent a lot of money. But then when someone you totally don't know is so friendly, so welcoming, so smiley, you're just mm. like, oh, wow, this is this is really nice. And it's a small moment in the day, but I'll probably never forget that now. Nice. So I'm guessing then the whole point of that is you you recorded that down as a little story. Yeah. <clears throat> How did you compress that into six lines? Very friendly welcome at one stop. <laughs> Brilliant. This evening. Brilliant. Because you know? it's 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 not writing the story out, it's the the trigger, the moment, the you know, later I might, you know, write out the whole story. That's not for everyone, but it's it's there inside me now. Mm. Yeah. I like that. What are um looking back at the sort of the five years and the, the practice of it. What are some things that you you maybe would do differently? I think I would focus on that earlier. Like, and maybe there's a bit of grace to think like, you know, at the beginning, you never do it your best. So yeah. <laughs> you, you learn what is important. And sometimes it was just about doing it. I, I was thinking there were times we were on the Logos Hope and I was doing shift work. And so sometimes you would work from like midnight till eight o'clock in the morning. And I was never sure when I should write my journal. Do I do it before the shift, like when the night is like night? Or do I do it when mm -hmm. my shift is finished at like eight o'clock in the morning or after I've had breakfast? So like 10 o'clock in the morning, because that's when I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, when you do international travel, it's a bit confusing as well. Of like, well, I've just gone across a load of time zones and when is the night? So I basically, I've always kept in mind, it's the thing I do before I sleep. Yeah. So whenever, you know, that that's the trigger. Like I'm in bed, I'm about to go to sleep. I write what has just happened previously. But it sometimes means you're doing this exhausted. You're so yeah. tired. You don't have the time to think like, what happened today? What was the most meaningful moment? Any chance, no chance of doing that. It's just write something. Because, yeah. you know, it keeps you in the habit, keeps you in the streak. And if today was not a perfect journaling day, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about you? What would you do differently? Well, just riffing on that for before I, I said, I think that's quite interesting. And maybe this this might tie in because there are absolutely there are days when you just get there and you're just like, uh, like either you've just completely wiped out from the day or maybe you've sometimes got like a headache. And just like thinking is hard. Um, and so there have been sometimes I'm like, you know what, I just can't write anything, so I'll, I'll write it tomorrow. And the best time for me to do that then, if I do, is to do it in the morning before I do anything else. And I wonder how, you know, like we have got into the habit of doing it at the end of the day, looking back. But there's nothing to say you can't do this at the beginning of the day. Um, and, and well, go, I'm going to push on that a little bit. I'm going to push on that a little bit because Matthew Dix talked about this and he said, 
yeah, do what works for you. You know, some people say, you know, for life situations, it's really difficult to do it last thing in the night. I'm really tired. But he was like, there's something that happens in the sleep that sort of wipes. It forms or it wipes. We know that part of sleep's job is to like basically form memories, but wipe out the memories as well. And so it, his opinion is do it on the day because you might lose it you know, you might have lost some of the most meaningful moments because you didn't do it on the day. But he says it doesn't have to be at the end of the day. For him, yeah. for his homework for life, it might have just happened. You know, you were just at this lunch and this thing happened. Get your phone out and write it down. You know, yeah. he says, there's no rules for this. You can do it at any point during the day. But for him, it's like, actually, probably before you sleep, like any time before you sleep, but like, don't wait till the next day if you can help mm -hmm. it. So, but yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. It's better to do it no, than not do it. But I, I also think for me, I'm really happy. I've always done it before I've gone to sleep. Interesting. Yeah. And so sometimes that might mean actually you go, well, if I'm already feeling tired and, and you know, maybe going to go to bed in a bit, actually take out 10 minutes and do the journal then. Chances are, you know, not much else is going to happen in the day. <laughs> And if somebody goes, great, leave a line, you yeah. know? <laughs> well, yeah, that was why it was funny. I was, um, I think I've had a few people say this to me, but Charlotte said this one time when she first started last year. So she's on her second year now. Yeah. She's like, only five lines. Like, I can't fit everything in it. And I said, well, sometimes you'll be like, five lines feels like so much and you'll only write three. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think she didn't believe me until... <laughs> <laughs> until it did happen where you know sometimes five lines feels like a lot and it just yeah. has to be comfortable with the fact that you've written only three or only four lines and that's okay because it's not about filling out the lines but it is about writing something absolutely i love that i love that so looking ahead i mean because we're we're getting on in the, the episode now looking ahead next five years is there anything that you know you want to make sure that you do moving forwards yeah, I mean, that. I think it's coming across really strong, as I've even heard myself rambling about various parts. But it's really, it's capturing the moment, that change, that story. It's not about doing an itinerary or everything, but was there a moment that was significant today? Oh, the, you know, whatever it was. What about you? Yeah, I, I absolutely. That's that. This has been a reminder to like capture the most important thing that I want to remember, and maybe whether it was it an emotion, was it a new a new thought, or was it a, a meaningful moment and story? Mm. Um, a couple of tips I would say um, if you want to help, just capture a bit of the scenery. Something I started doing fairly early on, um, and it worked a lot when we were on the ship traveling around. But was just on the first line at the beginning part of the line. You just write, where are you? You know, wh where are you coming from? So at the beginning, that just became like whatever port we were in in the country. Um, the last couple of years, it's been maybe a little bit more uh, the same, you know, just like I'm still in the UK, still in Kent. But it does help when you go like, oh, yeah, actually, I traveled over to that city that today or I traveled back or something. And that always helps because it provides a little bit of context. Yeah. Well, there was I saw someone say, if you're ever <clears throat> stuck for what to write, they'd read this tip that you should write the title and the date on your page really slowly and really beautifully because that gives your brain time to write something. And I didn't realize this until you've just said it, but every day I've written down, you know, 
what town and country I'm in and even what day of the week it is. Because next year, this day of the week or this date is going to be a different day of the week. Yes. So that's helpful. That's something I've added recently. But it just in writing that, I've started writing. And then it's easier to carry on writing once you start yeah. writing. Yeah, it's no longer a blank dive, page. Exactly. Rather than trying to dive straight into it. So great tip, Matt. One more I tip. I like that. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start making it more arty because mine, I look at this and it's like hieroglyphics, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're gonna wrap up this episode, this first remote episode of the Make It Count podcast. We really enjoyed this. Let us know how it sounds as well. We're obviously trying a few different bits and bobs so hopefully it sounds okay um and this should make it easier in the future to get some guests on uh, and to do that as well so uh, yeah let us know what questions and comments you have we always love hearing from you guys ciao guys